This is your Classical Break, your daily dose of classical music. I'm Tyler Alderson, and today we'll be listening to Francesco Veracini's Sixth Overture. Veracini's name is not one that you'll find at the top of the list today when it comes to Baroque composers and musicians, certainly not in popularity. But it probably would have been in his day. He was renowned as one of the greatest violinists of the day. He produced operas in London that competed with Handel's and commanded a high price as a court composer and a musician. And yet his reputation was never all that great, and he never seems to have had very long-lasting professional relationships. Part of the issue seems to be that even though he was by all standards a world-class talent, he had even higher notions of himself. He once said, quote, There is only one God and only one Veracini, and he acted that way all his life. And that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. When he wrote this piece, he was working in the court of the Prince of Poland, compensated richly for his music. But the other musicians did not like his attitude at all, and it came to a head when they replaced Veracini with another violinist as the soloist for a concert. He flew into a rage, had a huge fight with them, and either jumped or was pushed, depending on who you believe, out of an upper floor window, breaking his foot and injuring his hip when he landed. Rather than suffer further indignity at the hands of people he claimed tried to kill him, Veracini fled town, which seems to have suited the other musicians just fine. There were other accounts of strange behavior and many other burned bridges or sour tastes left in the mouths of those that Veracini met. After the window incident, he stayed in his native Florence for some time, becoming known as the, quote, capopazzo, or head lunatic, of a local orchestra. But his talent was too good to ignore, and he enjoyed very successful periods in Venice, Dresden, Florence, and London throughout his life. Regardless of his personality, Veracini was quite gifted, and the music of his that survives shows a composer very much the equal of many of his more well-known peers. One other issue with his recognition in his own time is that he could be quite progressive, which didn't always sit well with audiences. This piece comes from a set of overtures that he wrote while working as a court musician, all comprised of four dance movements. And while they're titled overtures, they're structured an awful lot like some later symphonies. And in many ways, much of what Veracini wrote sounds a lot more like composers who came a little later than he did. This overture is in G minor and features a stormy opening movement full of energy and passion. You can hear dance rhythms in each movement with a constant forward motion even in the slower passages, and the whole piece seems to breeze by fairly quickly. Here's the Akademie für Alte Musik Berlin in a concert recorded at the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum in Boston with Veracini's Sixth Overture.
There's an unmistakable dance-like feel to the music in this overture. And it's a great reminder that even though classical music can be very serious sitting quietly in a concert hall today, back when Verrucini was writing it, it was much more celebratory, a, a bit of entertainment, rather than a serious and studious pastime. Thanks to the Academy for Alto Music Berlin and the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum for putting that up on museopen.org. And thank you for listening. If you have the chance, please rate and review this podcast wherever it is that you're getting it. I'm Tyler Alderson, and tomorrow for your classical break, we'll be listening to some Chopin. I'll see you then.